Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports development, including NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news in all combat sports. You can even get going on next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV. That's believe. And you get the bonus and get into action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much, Bet Online, for bringing the podcast to the people. Mike got a new cat. Yep. Number two. Mike got a second cat. Also a kitten. We have spent so much time on this podcast, great news, talking about how great dogs are Mm -hmm. and how cats hate you. Yeah. And Mike got a new cat. I got a new cat. Before the next episode we do, I'm going to figure out a way to send you the pictures of my legs and arms, which look like (laughs) Freddy Krueger. It looks like Freddy Krueger just got a hold of me. Right. You know why? Cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got so cute though. They're so cute and they're so loving and sweet. But until you bleed out, they're super cute. Yeah, but they're assholes. They're make no mistake. I still I don't change my take on it. They're assholes, but they're funny assholes. All right. Hey, welcome to Great News. Uh, It's uh, Mike Catherwood and myself, and we give you stories that restore your faith in humanity. There are actually good people in this world doing good things for other people in this world that change their lives. And it happens you, more you often than enough. not. Yeah. Yes. People are beautiful. People by and large are beautiful. And I know most of you listening or watching are saying that's not true because all I see is horrible bullshit. But that's not reality. Because let Kevin and I tell you, you, you can't. There's not enough room in an episode for the thousands and thousands of stories. If you just do a simple search. People being loving, people being good, great news, uh, uplifting news. It's just uh, never ending. Yeah. Okay. But that's because when there's a shooting, it's 24-7, and you start to get that feeling like there's shootings everywhere. And are there too many? Of course, one is too many. But you do get the idea like there's shootings in my neighborhood all the time. And that's not necessarily true. Correct. Unless you live in like Baltimore or something. Correct. If you live in Baltimore, you're screwed. Southside Chicago. Apologize for or that, like but that. there is uh, violence where you are. Yeah. Um, Mike starts us off with an intro usually, and I would like to hear. I believe this is a repeat, but I would like to hear Willie Nelson. <clears throat> All the girls I love before. It's an intro. It's an intro to the show. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Anybody got any weed? <laughs> no, that's a mistake. He would have his own. There's no way. No, he he would, yeah, no, that's true. He would have like an IV drip. Did you hear that Snoop has a guy who rolls his joints for he, and he gets paid between forty dollars and $50,000 a year? He has a weed caddy. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it, that is 
There's so much about Snoop that can be annoying, but you get you and I both know Kevin. Like we were lucky enough through the Kevin and Bean show. Mm-hmm. Like we spent time with Snoop on and off the air. There's so much about him that's awesomeness. Yes, agree, yeah. agree. And imagine seven-year-old Calvin Broadus Jr. Imagine if you could flash to him paying his guy forty grand to be a weed caddy. Listen, I'm I, I have a time machine, and in the future. <laughs> You're going to have so much dispensable income and that you will be able to pay a guy $50,000 to just roll your joints. Then all you have to do is snap your fingers and there's one yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I don't know how they got into great news, but listen. Because that, that is in and of itself great news. That is great news. My first story is a uh, wildly unbelievable story. Um, there are some geese that were at this house and they were being stolen by what they first thought was an eagle. Maybe they thought was a hawk later and there was a goose on the porch of the house and this is the ring camera and you'll see the hawk or whatever it is come in and try and steal the goose and out of the house runs a mom who is breastfeeding in the middle of it to stop the hawk from stealing freddy the goose watch this Hawk comes in pretty quickly, right there. Breastfeeding mom to the rescue. In her undies. <laughs> comes right to the front door. Not today, Satan. Get out. Now, listen. All right. Listen, women of the world. Uh, seriously. Yes. I hear all fucking day, nonstop. Right. right. About girl power. The future is female. Because you have a daughter. You mean, uh, yeah. You know, well, also because I, I own a television and I read a newspaper. Correct. I mean, yes. it's yes. all day, every day. And every fucking entertainment uh, company is like pushing like every new superhero is like this infallible, perfect female. It's, like, it's all this, you know, since the Me Too stuff. And look, I'm, uh, I'm not shitting on it. That's just the way things are. But oftentimes it's like girl power and it's just a chick who goes to the gym. And I'm like, right. well, you, this is wearing a little thin, okay? Like Because guys go to this, the gym as well. This woman should be on posters. <laughs> the, because do you, I want you to, to hear something clear. Men cannot do that. No. We're incapable of feeding a baby with our body. And frankly, if we were, even tough guys would be like, oh, dude, I'm busy. Bye, Goose. You're dead. (laughs) Freddie the Goose, we've had a good run. but Yes, uh, it's been a good run. Nature's doing it. And she just ran out there in her underwear like, nah, nah. While still breastfeeding. She didn't set the baby down and go, just a second, I'll be right back. Gangster, right? That is... (laughs) What a great story to start us off. <laughs> I knew you'd right. love it. So, uh, Kevin, you have children. They're now adults, but at one time they were little kids. Right. And even good little, even like really sweet little kids are dicks. <laughs> For the most part, right? Like they're, they don't have yes. understanding. It's not their fault. They don't have understanding yet of like everything seems kind of very selfish because their their whole world is kind of new to them every day. This is proof that not all kids are dicks. And it's a really just a 
simple clip that was caught on some type of uh, surveillance camera. But this is one of the, you know, kind of push cart fruit vendors. And his stuff goes wacky, goes haywire, and it falls all over the place. Watch how these kids just rush into action. Oh, that sucks so much. So sucks. Everything's rolling away further and further. Wait, who are these kids? Do they know her? No. No. They were just like having fun in a park. No hesitation, as the Brazilians say. See, this is the perfect kind of story where you go, not all people are bad. Look at this. No. Like their in their, in their was core. to throw their bikes down and go help. And when they're done with that, they'll get back on their bikes. But everyone's day just kind of, you know, and, and it, everyone kind of, you know, adults and everyone kind of come over to lend a hand. But at first, it's just a flock of kids who are like, our plane can wait. This poor guy had a little disaster and let's uh, lend a hand. All right. I like it. All right, I'm going to tell you that. What's your feeling on rats? rats? Kevin, I am a wimp. I'm never going to be the guy that goes around saying I'm an alpha male. Right. But when it comes to like animals, I'm pretty manly. I I deal with snakes here on the farm very often, seven, eight footers. And I've gotten to the point where I just seven, eight footers. Yeah, all the time because they love they love eggs. And I have so many birds that lay. So there's constantly snakes here and I'll grow fucking grab them. My wife sees these huge tarantulas and I, I go over with a, with a glove can and I get those Like I'm pretty manly at like confronting animals, right? Rats. I don't even want to be in the same room. I'd rather be in a room with a fucking lion. I hate rats so much. I hate them, hate them, hate them. All right. Having said that, what if I were to tell you that there was a scientist that was training rats to climb through the rubble after an earthquake and locate survivors. They were able to train the rat to do that. I'm torn on this because yes, they're able to train the rats and I I love saving lives. Right. But we know the rats are finding those people instinctively because they're like, we can eat this person. It's going to die and we're going to eat it. Right, but they don't because they're being trained properly. So they get treats when they come back. Impressive. And what if I were to tell you that they made these rats little backpacks? <gasps> All right. That's a cute rat. The rat has too. a little that's backpack. Like, that's like ratatouille rat. That's a cute rat. I hate rats, but I would keep that rat. That would I, be my bad. I train these clever creatures to save victims and they come back and they get a treat and then they go back into the earthquake and they try and find people and they have I'd, backpacks. I'd love to know what's in that little, you know, right. Turkey baster, whatever the hell they're feeding him with. It's <laughs> some like weird... know what's in the backpack. Like what could you put in there? Seriously? Like when they got their little <laughs> iPad, what, what do you have in your backpack? Rat. <laughs> a little rat pad. <laughs> it's I rat can't pad. imagine, but look how cute it is. Dude. That's pretty sick. All it right. Trains them. They find a victim and then come back for a treat. Bravo, Kevin, because you made me like a rat. Look at that rat. All right. What? Well, listen, that rat is is ultimately better than your cat, your new cat. Mm, in some ways. That was not a question. 
Well, my my cat would at least now because they're still like seven weeks old. Their their brains are grape nuts. Right. But uh, that my cats would find survivors in rubble and scratch their faces off. <laughs> they would help kill them. Yeah. Um, let's let's switch topics to loving good animals, and that okay. is dogs. All right. Uh, when you put a dog that loves you, as all dogs do, right in the back seat of a car, it's only a matter of time before that fucker tries to make it to the front seat to lick you. Okay, so these folks tried a little like net, little net partition, so that they could prevent this dog from doing it. <laughs> and watch how this works out. We bought a car net so the dogs will stay in the back seat, and he does not understand. I can watch that all day. My God. We bought a car net so the dogs will stay in the back seat, and he does not understand. Of course he doesn't understand. He's like, we made a wrong decision along the way someplace. Another good thing about dogs is the other one in the back, like other animals, humans in particular, would be like, hey, man, you might you might be hurting your face. You might want to pull back on that. The other dogs in the back like, huh? OK, all right. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> I'm not in the net. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. What a great idea, though, except for it's a terrible idea. Except for the, for the, except for the choking hazard. <laughs> other than that, it's great. This next story is really hard to believe. It, it, there's a woman named Rebecca Varney. And 30 years ago, when she was a four-year-old girl, she liked to collect bugs. Okay. And she had this huge collection of bugs. And she, she was in the Bay Area. That's her. And she said, Mom, do I have the biggest collection of bugs in the world? Or does somebody have more? Because she wanted to see more bugs. And her mom said, well, probably the University of Berkeley, California, has an entomology department. So I assume they have more bugs. So this little girl writes to University of California, Berkeley. No address, nothing. Just that. That's it. She just writes those words. Yes. Okay. And it gets to a professor of entomology. Gets this letter from this four-year-old saying, do you have a lot of bugs? I'd like to see them. And invites the four-year-old down to the school to take a tour of their entomology department. Okay. Which is, and we've talked about this before, teachers, and I think maybe even less so in college. This is just a guess, but I do feel like college teachers can really sometimes not care because they don't Uh, have to. Yeah, and I I don't think it's, like, I don't think them personally are bad people. But by the time you get to be a full-bred college professor, especially at a really good university like like mm-hmm. Berkeley, uh, your teacher's aides do most of the work, and you put your name on the course because you he or she has reached a level of right kind of elite academic status, you know. So this professor wrote back to the four-year-old, invited her onto campus, gave her a tour, and she never found out who it was and wanted to thank him. And so when she was 34, she goes on Twitter and she says, hey, can somebody help me find this guy that made such a profound difference in my life? 
And this is one example where Twitter can actually be used for good. They found a guy named Bernard Richard Lewis. He was the first black entomology professor at UC Berkeley. And he was one of the people that gave tours through their department. And these two, (laughs) I was going to say hooked up, but I can't say that with Mike. They got together, they had a meeting and they were able to, she was able to thank him for being so kind to a four-year-old. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like when you're a professor at Berkeley, maybe you feel like you could have some impact on a high school age, right? Maybe or not, but four year old, don't you go? Nah, that's a that's a kid. He doesn't know what he wants to do, or whatever. She doesn't know what she wants to do. But yeah, four year old, a four year old wants my daughter. This is a true story. When my daughter is four. I go, what do you want to be when you grow up? She goes, a donut. <laughs> well, your daughter has you for a dad. <laughs> so that's amazing man i'm really that's that, that's that's sweet and, and, Twitter, and it, it could be used for a positive way it's shocking but it can be the i in the back of my mind i'm still thinking of that hockey game that hockey store you did like months ago i believe it was the pittsburgh penguins like someone identified a guy's cancer like a coach's cancer through twitter and so, yes, every once in a while, Twitter can be a non-rancid, horrible place. That's twice. That's two times now. Total. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, Kevin. When I say that I've been watching this tape, oh, like you would think it's the Zabruder tapes. I am watching this <laughs> over and over again down? because it's so freaking unbelievable. But turns out this is real audio. This is real. My wife and other normal people are like, well, that's got to be like chair noise or something. This is a woman during testimony at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, and she rips a massive fart. What? Listen. And can you just describe for those of us who have no idea, like myself, um, what does Arnica cream look like? Um, Oh, sorry, that was me. Um, It's kind of like a white emollient cream she takes credit for it even she said that was me now, she takes credit for Kevin, it as a connoisseur of flatulence unless she snuck a whoopee co- there's no, that's a fart it is yeah yeah right. and that's it's also it's not it's not someone trying to hide it either no she blasted she just blasts yeah you know what that was me my bad like anyone else thought it was them that's what she's like. This is what I think your cross examination. Ah. <laughs> that is play it one more time because that was pretty. That was pretty spectacular. And can you just describe for those of us who have no idea, like myself, um, what does arnica cream look like? Uh, oh, sorry, that was me. Um, it's kind of like. <laughs> sorry, it's me. Sorry, it's me. The judge is like, thank God, I didn't know if it was me or not. That's uh, that's pretty spectacular. And right. fart that loud, you gotta go. So, whoa, you gotta. You do have to acknowledge it. You do have to. You can't try and pass it off. You can't look around. Yeah. You have to acknowledge it. You have to just say, "Mine." Great news, right there. <laughs> that is great news. All right. At the end, uh, oh, by the way, if you like this podcast, you can subscribe and let your friends know about it. It would be great. Mike always does an outro. Yes. As someone else. And I think I would like to go back to an artist that doesn't get 
quite the interest that he is deserved. And that is Tiny Tim. <clears throat> but I'd like to request that you fart in the middle of it. Okay, go ahead. I don't have any. Oh, I'm not like our friend lame. Lightning, Jay Tillis Lightning, lame. who can just do it on command. <clears throat> lame. It's an outro. And it's an outro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.